Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, June 6th. You have likely heard and probably said, thank God it's Friday at some point in your working life. Believe it or not, though, today is the one Monday of the year where we're supposed to switch things up. Daysoftheyear.com tells us today is National Thank God It's Monday Day. It's all about seeing Monday as a positive day. I'll let you ponder that while we switch over to the weather desk for your first alert forecast. All right, good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine. A mild start out the door this morning. Temperatures around 70 degrees. We'll warm up into the low 80s at lunchtime and then up in the mid 80s for highs this afternoon. Like the past couple of days, back and forth with some clouds and can't roll out a couple of showers and storms. But overall, not terribly wet and probably not as wet as many of you were over the weekend. 89 degrees tomorrow, mainly dry. A little bit of rain chance on Wednesday. Wednesday with some scattered showers and storms. Temperatures will start to climb. Second half of the work week, we'll see high temperatures in the low to mid 90s with just a slight chance of rain Thursday and Friday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Well, a gruesome sight as at least 50 people are dead and more hurt after a shooting at a Catholic church in Nigeria. According to Reuters that spoke to a local doctor, no fewer than 50 bodies have been removed from the church in the southwest portion of the country. The president of the country is condemning the attack, calling it heinous. According to local media, gunmen fired at worshipers and used explosives at the church. Right now, there's no word on a motive. Sadly, Nigeria wasn't the only city coming to grips with news about a mass shooting over the weekend. Three people were killed in a nightclub shooting in Tennessee early yesterday morning. Police in Chattanooga say 14 people were hurt, with some being hit by stray bullets and others by vehicles speeding away from the scene. The mayor says the city will use all of its resources to support law enforcement's investigation and into holding those accountable for the shooting. I'm tired of standing in front of you talking about guns and bodies. Chattanooga will not tolerate this in our community. Our city will put a stop to this. Police believe multiple shooters were involved. No suspects are in custody as of this morning. Authorities believe that shooting was an isolated incident targeting one or more of the victims. In Philadelphia, surveillance video is showing the moments leading up to a mass shooting there. Three people were killed when several shooters fired into a crowd in the city's popular South Street District. Hundreds of people were in the area when the shooting happened shortly before midnight on Saturday. Eleven people were hurt. Two men and a woman were killed. The commissioner of the Philadelphia Police Department says the city is devastated. These incidents have an exponential effect on our community. And it not only impacts the individual that's been directly victimized, but it victimizes their loved ones, their families, and their neighbors, neighborhoods all over the world. It's unacceptable. It's beyond unacceptable. Well, police say an officer fired at one of those shooters, but it's unclear if the suspect was hit. The shooter did, though, drop his weapon and run away. Following a devastating weekend of violence, there's a lot of debate about the changing of the country's gun laws. In a new CBS News poll, a majority of people our national unit spoke to believe that mass shootings can be prevented. Serena Marshall explains from the White House. On Capitol Hill, Senate negotiators from both sides say talks for new gun legislation are making progress. 
it feels to me like we are closer than we've been since I've been in the Senate. I've never been part of negotiations as serious as these. President Biden has called on Congress to act. Let us finally do something. But it's already clear that some of the measures he supports, such as a ban on assault weapons and high capacity magazines, are not likely to move forward on Capitol Hill. Other measures, though, like expanded background checks, remain on the table. We are broadly trying to figure out what has 60 votes. Significant mental health investment, some school safety money, and some modest but impactful changes in gun laws. Getting to 60 votes in a 50-50 Senate will be hard, especially as the latest CBS News poll shows the stark partisan divide, with the majority of Democrats believing the U.S. would be safer if fewer people had guns, whereas 46 percent of Republicans think it would be safer if more people had them. Instead of talking about Democrats always wanting to take away the rights of gun owners, law-abiding citizens especially, why don't we talk about the root causes of these problems? Toomey, one of the six Republicans in those bipartisan talks, says there is room for compromise. I think there is a place to land that's consistent with the Second Amendment. Those Senate negotiators hope to unveil their bipartisan package later this week. Well, over in the House, they plan to take a vote on gun reform legislation. They'll also be hearing from 11-year-old Mia Sarillo. She is the student that played dead while her school in Texas was under fire. Reporting from the White House, Serena Marshall, CBS News. Here in South Carolina, a high school graduation party ended with gunfire in Summerton. The Clarendon County Sheriff says two cars pulled into the yard and opened fire, hitting eight people, killing one. That party happened on Highway 15 near St. Paul Road. According to the sheriff, 150 people were at the party when that shooting erupted around 11 o'clock Saturday night. Investigators say up to 70 rounds were fired during the attack. Six kids, ranging from 12 to 17, were hurt in the shooting. Authorities are not sure if there were specific targets, but did say this shooting is related to gangs. In Georgetown County, we are working to find out more about a shooting incident near Andrews. Details are extremely limited this morning. The Georgetown County Sheriff's Office says it all happened around 11 last night and they are still investigating. Of course, we'll be sure to update you as more information becomes available. A 15-year-old is facing attempted murder charges in connection to an armed robbery and shooting after a reported drug deal in Beaufort County. The Beaufort Police Department says she is also facing armed robbery and conspiracy charges. Officers responded to the Salvation Army on North Street just after 9 p.m. Tuesday in reference to a possible burglary in progress. At the scene, police heard several gunshots, saw a vehicle leaving the parking lot at a high speed and two people running away from the lot. Police say in by officer was able to stop the vehicle seen leaving the parking lot and found four females all under the age of 17. Two had gunshot wounds and were taken to the hospital. Police say they have also identified two additional juveniles as persons of interest as they continue to investigate. Well, if you live in the West Ashley area, you could soon see some new commercial businesses and restaurants going up near West Ashley Circle. City of Charleston leaders say that area is steadily developing as the community continues to grow. And today, the city will be meeting to discuss future plans. Lauren Quinlan joining us live. And Lauren, what exactly are they planning on building in that area? Michael, I spoke with the city of Charleston and they say some new businesses like a car wash, restaurants and retail stores will allow people in the community to have some new amenities in their own backyard. The city says West Ashley Circle is a great area to add some additional businesses. The area has a handful of commercial spaces and developing residential complexes nearby, but developers are looking to bring additional opportunities. 
That's exactly what's on today's agenda. The city is hoping to get one step closer to beginning this project. If approved, a time to shine car wash, restaurants and retail stores could be built at the corner of Bees Ferry Road and West Ashley Circle, a relatively busy intersection. Right now, most of the area is full of trees, but the city says developers are looking to preserve as much as they can. It's positioned in the right place, given the commercial nature of the Bees Ferry Corridor, the intent of the West Ashley Circle, which in large part was, um, you know, to help facilitate additional kind of retail and commercial core for this, this part of the community. The overall goal is for people living in this community to not have to travel outside of this area to reach these everyday necessities. Today's meeting is open to the public and starts at 4.30 p.m. at 2 George Street. Live in West Ashley, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. Two friends with backgrounds in the military will be continuing their five-state journey in a kayak to raise $50,000 for charity. Ray Arena caught up with them as they made a stop on the Charleston Peninsula. Two friends from North Carolina and Virginia say they're kayaking over 800 nautical miles in order to raise tens of thousands of dollars to help veterans in need. Brock Dick and Keith Menifee set off from Virginia Beach last month and they're headed to Fort Pierce, Florida in their 22-foot kayak. The pair say this trip has been in the works for two years and all proceeds will be donated to the Gary Sinise Foundation. So far, the two friends have raised over $4,000. They add that this trip is dedicated to all veterans, whether their injuries are visible or not. Be able to realize that no matter what challenges that we personally come across in our lives, whether it's stress or whether it's some sort of um, you know, downturn or whatever it may be that comes along your path, that you can still push yourself and take on challenges and kind of get beyond whatever limitation that you set inside of yourself. Now today, those two friends will set off from the safe harbor, Charleston City Marina, right behind me on the peninsula, and they will travel down the Stono River, which separates Johns Island from West Ashley. Reporting in Charleston, Ray Arena, Live 5 News. Aside from TGIM, June 6th is better known as D-Day. On this date in 1940, Allied forces stormed the beaches of Normandy, France, as they began the liberation of German-occupied Western Europe. And switching gears a bit, celebrating a birthday today, the Silver Screen's Freddy Krueger actor Robert England is 75. Playwright actor Harvey Firestein is 70. Actress-comedian Sandra Bernhardt is 67. And Modern Family's Aubrey Anderson Emmons is 15. Happy Monday. Thanks so much for listening to Morning Y'all. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.